Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Wednesday, Ben Woods, 97.3 The Fan. I'm Woodsy, that's Paul Rindle, and that's Benjamin Higgins uh, here. We are with you every day, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. Thanks so much for being here. If you're watching on YouTube, we appreciate you. If you're listening on the radio, we appreciate you. Listening on your smart speaker, the Odyssey app, all of uh, the above. So thank you so much for being here. Couldn't do it without you. Uh, we just talked to Skip Schumacher, manager of the Marlins. We'll make our picks after we go through the division on uh, where everyone is going to, where we think everyone's going to fall. We can recheck it at the end of the year. But I went to caplifestyle.com, Ben, and I pulled up the article I referenced to Skip Schumacher. And I want to read this to you guys. And I'm telling you, when I read it, I went, you're crazy. 
but you're also maybe a genius. Listen to this. Suppose we have a day game following tonight's game. We got a reliever opening in front of the starter tonight. If I say to that reliever, hey, we got an early start tomorrow. You're done after the first inning. Go spend the evening with your family. Get a good night's sleep. We'll see you tomorrow so you'll be better rested to give us a few hitters then. I'll inevitably be met with, I can't do that. I have to stay for the game to support my teammates or similar. The translation of that, of course, is my teammates will question my commitment. Silly? Yeah. But he'd be correct. I've seen it play out way too many times. This is this is genius right here. Culturally, in baseball, we prioritize performative acts too much over what will actually help us win. We'd rather have our players out there throwing together before the game or staying in the dugout rather than going home, getting a few extra hours of sleep. If I'm your teammate, I don't need you to be here tonight wishing you were home. I need you to pitch well tomorrow. This is a cultural shift that needs to happen. It can only happen when we start to understand what being a good teammate actually is. Hmm. Now, this is weird. It, that's not just a sports thing. I think that's a life thing. I think, I, I mean, I, I, I look at a good teammate as that someone is there, right? And is that, that's just kind of ingrained in me. If I'm not feeling great today, but if I stay home and sleep, and I'm better rested and prepared for tomorrow's show. That doesn't help you guys. It doesn't help you guys at all. I need to be here. But if you weren't feeling great and you weren't going to be a part of today's show whatsoever, you were just going to be sitting back there. That's worthless. I'd rather have you home rested up for tomorrow. And tomorrow and Friday. We do need you. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a weird like, thing. But- I absolutely get what Skip was saying in response to that. Me too. We just had him on. He's like, look, I, that's not for me. Like, I want guys there. It builds team camaraderie and all that. But, I mean, if we got a, a week-long homestand and Darvish pitches on a Monday night, he's not doing anything on Tuesday. He's running. And, like, there's no reason in, in today's day and age that you, Darvish, can't wake up on Tuesday morning and run. At home on a treadmill or lift or or plyo ball or stretch or whatever. But if you Darvish didn't show up on Tuesday, what does that say to Michael King and Johnny Burrito? They're like, oh, it's just he's right. It's a cultural thing, and I think baseball. Well, I can't even say baseball does it more than anybody, but it's prevalent in baseball. Performative acts over what will actually help us win. Now, it could blow back in your face, right? It could absolutely blow back in your face. But this is it's almost like this is the way it's always been. You I need think, to be there. I think this is pretty fascinating, actually. It really for is. For a couple of reasons. I, I don't know that there are a ton of real-world comparisons. I was trying to, like <laughs> Paul was trying to come up with that example. I mean, if you're sick and you're not going to be on the show, just be at home. But Yeah, go home. That's different. I the The one example I could give is... So on TV, my job, like on election night, I always come in, it's a Tuesday, and I get ready to have a sports cast, but most of the time I just get bumped because they're doing live election coverage, and I could have just stayed home that night, but I'm there doing my job because I feel like I have to be there. Uh, Should I have just taken the day off? I don't know. I don't know that there's a job. If you're a surgeon... But you don't have a surgery scheduled that day. Do you have to go in for like office hours and be there or not? I don't know exactly how it works in other professions, but we all know kind of how baseball works. And I would say that the issues that you would run into is certainly you couldn't uh, you couldn't offer this same perk to a and it would be a perk I think for a lot of players to know. Hey, if I if I pitch two 
two plus innings the night before I get the day off the, the next day. I get to stay home. I don't have to come in. You couldn't offer that to any of the position players. No. Uh, uh, you know, they have to be on standby because of how the game is going. Correct. Um, you Darvish pitches Monday. He does not need to be on standby for Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. He doesn't. There's, there's in no circumstance. There's no circumstance where you're going to a starting pitcher on two to three days after. Technically, he really doesn't even need to be there until his next start. But you can't do that. You can't right. do that. But the he, next day, like the immediate next game, it's like, hey man, get your body right. Because I'll tell you this, I can I can see the idea there. What do we bitch about the most as morning show hosts? Beside the uh, getting up early, it's the wait. They're doing a holiday. They're letting everyone off at noon. Yeah. Does that mean we get to walk at eight? No, we're here for the full four hour show, right? Or or hey, the sales team's working from home Monday through Friday. I mean, you do yeah, have, to have about a week collected over uh, the last couple of years yeah. from all of the hey, we're closing the office, closing at noon the office for... early. Why don't you close it at seven <laughs> and then we'll leave, right? But you can't. It just doesn't work that way. But you would say that a lot of people would argue that the point of a team is to get everybody Together. pulling on the same rope, Correct. on the same page. Correct. And you're not wrong when either. You, when you treat different players differently. That can create more division but and jealousy. Do, you, do and you think trouble in a clubhouse sometimes? Now you're pretty naive if you think not you, but the, you're pretty naive if you think that players aren't treated differently in the clubhouse, right. whether they're there or not. There are guys that Mike Schilt can walk up to and say, "Hey, what are you doing? What are you on your phone? You need to be taking grounders." There are guys that he can't say that to. They're just that's the way that it is. That's just the way that it is. Should everyone be treated equally in a clubhouse? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I, that would cause bigger issues. I think that would cause bigger issues. Like, hey, you need to go ahead and get your laps in. Like, what are you talking to, dude? I know I've been playing this game for 10 years. I've, I've put 158 I, 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 games I, I, There's an argument to be said. Like, if you're giving Manny Machado the day off from the lineup, give him the day off. Let him be at home, not be there and have an actual day off. So many days off because guys do get days off, but they're always there. You know, they may, hey, you don't get here six hours before the game. Just get here a couple of hours before the game. But it's not really an off day when you still have to go in and you still have to get in uniform and you have to be there the whole time and sit in the dugout for the entire game. It's not an off day. Well, there's differences between, uh, hey, you're not starting, but you're available off the bench or you're down. Like you're not playing today. Yeah, only I mean, Sean says they're getting treatment most likely. Yeah, absolutely they are. They're they're getting treatment, but you know, he he makes the case in it as the opener, you know, hey man, come out on you're going to open on Tuesday. So on Monday, we know you're opening. We're not going to use you tonight cuz you're opening the game for us. Monday you come, you get you throwing in, and after the first inning, just go ahead and, and bounce. Get a good night's sleep, go be with your family, your kids. Then we'll see you tomorrow ready to go and fresh. I mean, it sounds now we've it, seen the Padres last season. Um, they let guys stay like they didn't take ahead. Joe Musgrove to Colorado right. to keep him fresh and not have to put him through the altitude when he was going to send guys maybe home a day early if they were going to start, so they didn't have to wait around for yeah, a they team do that. flight. They do that sometimes, and that's I think that's part of it. I mean, that's kind of a day off when you don't have to do <laughs> that. So there is some of that that goes on in Major League Baseball. Uh, L three Oogie says, "I'd rather have coworkers miserable at work with me." Yeah, I think we all do, and I think that is the, um, I think that is the, the crux of it all. Janine makes a good point. The extra eyes of a pitcher not pitching can maybe observe 
Mechanical issues, teammates even learn new things while observing. Absolutely. It's also what Skip said. You just want to make sure everyone's there. If something happens, right? You get in a brawl or something like everybody there. I would never know until somebody actually tries this, some team tries it. I know. But if it were to work, as Gabe Kapler suggests. Thinks that it will. And it maximizes performance and a team dominates. That's ultimately the biggest bonding. Surprises me. It surprises me that Kevin Cash hasn't done it already, to be honest with you. Think about your job, whatever it is. Uh, You are a dentist. Would you ever really want to, like your schedule is, I work from late February until, you know, October. And I work almost every single day. I get maybe, you know, 12 days off between that. And then I get the entire, you know, four months, November, December, January, most of February. I get that pretty much completely off. You know, maybe I'll I'll do a little reading on my subject and a couple of things. But for the most part, I'm off. You would still get tired during that stretch. That wouldn't be... That wouldn't be fun to have to be working as much as you did in that job for that stretch. For sure. And with that's what a baseball player schedule is. Yeah. There's definitely an argument to be said that they would be better off, everybody, even position players, with a little more time off, a little more freedom from the job to stay mentally fresh and engaged for a very long season. Keeping people mentally fresh and engaged for a season is a challenge. And that's a challenge that Skip's going to face. That's a challenge that Mike Schilt's going to face. That's a challenge that everybody, high school coaches face it. You know, T-ball coaches face it. Keep those kids mentally sharp for an hour while they're trying to play. Um, it's it, it, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting theory that Gabe Kapler has, and, and Skip will get all of the interesting theories uh, thrown at him. I just thought it was I thought it was fascinating. It was just a new way to to look at it, and um, you you hear all the time about what a grind that season can be. Uh, it's a grind to cover. I can't imagine what a grind it is to play, get treatment. I mean, they, they're paid handsomely for it, I understand. But it is a grind, make no doubt about it. Would you do me a favor? Sure. Read me that text that you got just uh, a few minutes ago about uh, about me from your friend yeah. Jack. Uh, my buddy Jack Taylor, you guys know, he uh, is a friend of the program, texted me at 724. He said, at some point, can you ask Ben... When I can listen to Kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. I am so glad you asked, Jack, because you can tune in to Kickoff with Boomer Science and Mike Valenti every Friday at 7 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan and always on the free Odyssey app. It is presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. That was organic. I loved how that worked out. If you would tomorrow, someone else out there would like to text Woods and ask that same question Every single day, that would really give me a nice avenue to wedge it into our program somewhere. Oh, so good. All right, let's um, let's take a timeout. When we come back, heard an outfield name that surprised me that is on potentially the trade market, but uh, the Padres are looking for outfielders, and this would be an intriguing name. He's left-handed, plays a pretty good defensive center field, and I had not once heard his name mentioned in this offseason until – Yesterday, So is it a potential target for A.J. Preller? Pure speculation, but we can get into that coming up next after a check of traffic with Ben and Woods here on 97.3 The Fan.
powerful as Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. A topic sparked a lot of discussion in the chat, Benny. My 1417 says all this garbage load management on the pitchers is 100% pure, wholesome, liquid garbage. Pitchers get hurt just as often, if not more. Five innings should be, five inning starts should be considered a sissy start. This isn't really load management. It's not load management. Like, it's not load management when Joe Musgrove throws eight innings and then doesn't throw the next day. Right. It's not load management. We're talking about days where they normally would not be pitching under any circumstances yeah. just not not showing up to the to the ballpark that day and giving them a true day off as opposed to having them sit there for 7 hours yeah maybe they come in for an hour for treatment but you don't have to stay for the game be in uniform in the dugout right. the entire time just mentally supporting your teammates is it more valuable for them to just get away from it for a day rather than the value you might get from their presence yeah, in it, the dugout or in a bullpen you know, somewhere. And I, and I don't think anybody in here is advocating for that. I could see how it would rub people the wrong way. You know, um, As a fan, if you knew Joe Musgrove wasn't going to pitch that day, you weren't expecting him to pitch, he's not the starting pitcher, would you be bummed that he wasn't at the game? I know NBA fans are bummed when a star player doesn't play because they're Hurt, you know, load management, second day of back-to-back games, yeah. and they went to want to see that guy play, and he's not in the game, but he's usually sitting there on the bench, too, uh, you know, in street clothes and not playing in the game, but he's there, doesn't just sit at yeah. home and watch the game on television. A little, little different with only 82 games and 41, Still a lot of 41 games. road games, but like, yeah, if you're a 
Pelicans fan, you're buying tickets to the Lakers when they come to town because you want to see LeBron. Sure. But if he just had a big game the night before that was on national television and your game's not, you're probably not playing that game. And that sucks. It does. It does. It sucks it's, for the fans. It's the, it's the tough part about it. Baseball is a little different. Like you said, I don't. if I go to the game and Joe Musgrove pitched on Tuesday night, if I go to the ballpark on Wednesday, I don't really need now, to see. If I just you know, blindly pick a game on the calendar for the Padres, I'm expecting Fernando Tatis Jr. to play in that game. I'm sure. expecting Manny Machado to yep. be playing in that game. Absolutely. Obviously, if they're injury happens. Right. But you can't do that with starting pitchers. Jeff Gordon says, what do you think Goose Gossage would say about <laughs> load management? You're a nerd, too. Well, he would definitely say that. I mean, it's not like Goose went out and threw eight, nine innings every day. No, he threw more than most relievers nowadays throw. Well, no question. He threw, threw more than all relievers yeah. nowadays throw. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, things things change. I mean, things change, and the the money's gone up, and the the nervousness has gone up. And I'm not advocating for Gabe Kapler's theory. Nor am I. But, but it's funny. It's something to think about. It's definitely and it's interesting. If your logic against it is just, well, this is how we've always done it, well, that's stupid. That's a that's weird logic. Yeah. All right. So what would you what would you say if I told you that there was a potential outfielder available on the trade market? Padres need an outfielder. He's left handed. He's got, I think, five years of control. He hit 295 with 44 extra base hits last year, 828 OPS, stole uh, 22 bases, had a 121 OPS plus, young, cheap. Why is this guy even available? I don't know the answer to that question, but... And is he for sure? We don't know. John Heyman said on a Bleacher Report live stream yesterday that he has heard the name Jaron Duran being brought up in trade talks from the Boston Red Sox. Now, he doesn't know that they're actively shopping him, but I looked up a report from earlier in the offseason, and they said the Red Sox were indeed shopping maybe some of their young outfielders. There were no specific names attached to it, but it did mention Jaron Duran in that piece as well. So Duran, and I don't know how much I had to kind of look up a little bit his career arc, and he's 27 years old now. Came up a couple of times as a prospect, didn't do so well, finally kind of broke through a little bit last year and had that good season that I just described with also eight home runs and 40 runs batted in, 24 stolen bases and 26 attempts, and improved defense fairly dramatically. Uh, He wasn't a great defensive player, he was fast, but he, he seemed to put it kind of together last year, and a lot of people considered him a potential rising star for the Boston Red Sox, but there are others who maybe feel like mm, this may be the ceiling. I don't know. Given but, the Padres outfield situation, though. Sure, yes. The answer is yes. I mean, God. The answer seems to be, like, that's a clear fit. And if anyone's talking to the Red Sox about Jaron Duran, you'd feel like A.J. Preller has got to be one of the names that might be involved in talks like that. He's He's got five more seasons of team control before reaching free agency. I mean, two more before even arbitration. He's not going to... He's a minimum player at this point. Yeah, and he's not going to cost you a low-level prospect. That's the thing is, what am I giving back to the Boston Red Sox? Craig Breslow uh, is the the new GM. They have not been super active. Um, They're talking about wanting to get rid of Kenley Jansen and his salary. That's the, that's the the part that scares me. Are you then... Saying, okay, well, we'll take on Kenley Jansen and God, what is he making? Um, we're going to take on Kenley Jansen 
his salary, and we're going to give you top prospects for a center fielder that just kind of figured it but out then last what, year. You just signed Giolito. Why, why did you do that, right? If, if you're the Red Sox. Yeah, well, to eat innings. I guess so. And again, we just heard Skip Schumacher talk about Sandy Alcantara yeah. eating innings. It's I, a, it's. I guess the Red Sox, to me, are in a tough spot. Because you can't ever really punt if you're the Boston Red Sox. No. you got Fenway Park. It's always packed. You're a historic team. But you're playing in a division where, unfortunately, you've got... The Baltimore Orioles, who are in full go for it, hundred win mode, and only getting better. Your big rival, the New York Yankees, just added Juan Soto. They're clearly going for it, getting better. The Toronto Blue Jays are in their window, and they're going for it with a bunch of you know stars and sluggers on that team. And the Tampa Bay Rays are the Rays, and they're probably going to be pretty good, like they are every single year. You're kind of clearly the worst team in that division. And there's not a lot you can do this offseason to change that fact. So how do you how do you manage that if you're their new general manager, Craig Breslow? Craig Breslow well, and figure out a way that how do we work through this in this division when we're clearly there's nothing I can do this year to really make us better than the Orioles or the Yankees or probably even the Rays or the Blue Jays. But then what you're talking about for the Padres on their end is getting rid of some of potentially your top guys because, again, this isn't a rental type guy. This is a five-year type But deal. isn't that the kind of guy that you would rather pick up if you're going to give well, up yes, someone? It's that, not a rental. That being said, 27 years old, why are they shopping him? If he's young and cheap and plays center field, which is, you know, you want to be strong up the middle, and he just figured it out last year. If you really, there, what is the, what's the reason you're on the phone with me, Craig Breslow? Why do you want to get rid of a 27 year old center fielder who started to break out and can run and can, can hit a little hit with power? And why do you want to get rid of him? What's the what am I missing here? He's not a fit for you. Doesn't fit well in Boston. He's a California kid, as you, yeah, you he's mentioned. from Corona, California. So, I mean, it, you asked me if I'm interested. Yeah, yeah, but not at the price of a Robbie Snelling or a Dylan Lesko or a you know a Jackson Merrill. Um, what about like a an Adam Mazur and another lower level prospect? I mean, I mean where you I know, don't where know do we draw get, the line? How do oh. you get them to bite on that, Benny? And and what are you, what are you, does he's that? Not, but he's not. He's not like a a top 100 no. t- can't miss prospect. He's more of a Jake Cron. He's already 27. He's a later bloomer, you know, an older prospect who's not going to have quite as long of a prime even if he does have a decent prime. So maybe there's a little less value there. I I don't know why he's available or if he's available, but his name came up yesterday. There's been shockingly few left-handed outfielders which would be the primary need for the San Diego Padres right now. Yeah. And when I saw that name, I go, well, that checks a lot of boxes that the Padres could use right now. What would it take to pry him away from the Boston Red Sox? I mean, look, and, and if, it, 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 he's, not the next, he's not the next Mookie Betts, right, that Craig Breslow is probably going to regret trading for the rest of his life. He's 27 years old, um, as, as you mentioned. So, yeah, I think, um, I think you certainly look at that. And, and – it, it's pretty clear that the free agent market is uh, is not going to be something that the Padres are really interested in. But again, the the getting creative on a trade. Look, now's the time for a nine year general manager to go in and fleece a guy that's been on the job for three months. Right? That this is the time to do that. And uh, if, if that's a team that's willing to do it, then you got to take a look at it. There's, uh, I would say that where there's smoke, there's fire. There's no real smoke here, but. 
if the Red Sox are talking, the Padres should be talking as well. Agreed. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back. Uh, the projections uh, are out from Baseball Prospectus. They're Pakota win projections. Do we have to? Don't panic. I'm going to. Don't. I don't want anyone to lose their minds when I talk about the fourth place projections for your San Diego Padres. Coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast big game coverage on 97.3 the fan is presented by solo stove feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit visit them today at solo stove Dot com. You get a lot of silly things that happen during Super Bowl week. Yeah. One of them came yesterday from a Twitter uh, X user named Josh Chavis, I believe, who pointed out uh, fairly innocuously that Brock Purdy happens to look like another well-known person in American history, and he had the he had the pictures for comparison and. I have to say he's actually pretty spot on with it the fact a, that yeah. Brock Pur- Purdy looks like Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, he really does. I mean, there's a there's a similarity there, uh, to be sure. It's not his fault. 
Can't blame Brock Purdy for that. No one's accusing him of anything. Everyone kind of looks like someone else. I mean, there's not a person around who you can't. They sort of look like someone else, right? Everyone's got to look alike out there. Yeah. We had we found your look alike on Bro. doing. Did we never get him? We never got him on sports like radio in Dallas. In Dallas, oh. he's doing a. Remember that guy, yes. my twin, with the same hand. Just I think it was just that one video because then we looked at others and we're like, oh, never mind. Yeah, it wasn't that, but that one video was identical. Uh, me and Portlier then used to get Bobby Bacala from The Sopranos, which. Scarily, scarily. So this is a hair thing going on. The for hair sure. thing for sure. If you're on our YouTube stream, you get in the comparison between oh the Lord. presidential assassin Lee Harvey Oswald and Brock Purdy. Who, yeah, I mean, give give Brock a couple more years and just a, a little bit of weathering, and and they could be twins. Yeah, the, it's the features <laughs> are, are similar. The hair, the whole thing. Uh, but they asked him about it yesterday, and he goes, "What? Uh, um." <laughs> Uh, no. That's an awkward question to be asked. Uh, like, what do you... Hey, so, you look like Lee Harvey Oswald. Well, thanks, man. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Next question. This is, I just, we need to get this game going. We got to get this game going, ASAP. It's still only Wednesday. Still have Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Friday Saturday, Saturday. All of Sunday. Yeah. Holy cow. Not quite there yet. All right, speaking of lookalikes, we had Skip Schumacher on. Uh, he's a good-looking guy, but yeah. his... Uh, his team's Pakota projections actually look very much like those of the San Diego Padres. We'll get into that after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So what are Pakota projections from baseball prospectus? Uh, so, you know, it's the, uh, it's the new wave of analytics and, you know, sports prognostication where instead of just having, you know, a, a talking head look at a roster and go, oh, I think that's an 84-win team. They will plug in the numbers of an entire roster, project, you know, different seasons, you know, hundreds and thousands. I don't know how many exactly that they do. Kind of see where the average lies. You know, if oh, this guy has a better than average season, they might be here, worse here. Combine them all together and come up with a number that is right in the middle of what you can expect your team to do based on the players that are currently on your team's roster. Okay, And for the San Diego Padres, they ran those numbers, and right now they project the Padres to win 79.7 games. That's one of the – that's lower end of the other projections that I think I've seen. So 80 and 82 would be the, the kind of the standard middle projection. Now, they run those seasons. Sometimes the Padres win 87 games. Sometimes they yeah, win 74 they, games. They do the and, average. You know, it comes out to the average based on the players that are on their team. It's not too good. Uh, none of us are going to be too happy with a an 80-win season for the San Diego Padres below 500, clearly. However, before you go just panicking, I will say that I looked deeper into those projections. Okay, so who are they actually projecting to play for the San Diego Padres, especially Me. in the outfield? Yeah. And <laughs> so in their projections, because it includes like injuries and the possibility of other players coming in, obviously they had Fernando Tatis Jr. taken to the bulk of the at-bats out in right field for his team this season. They filled the other outfield spots, about 1,500 plate appearances worth with Jose Azokar, Cal Mitchell, and Tirso Ornelas. Those were the projected guys <laughs> that they had to put in there because they don't, they don't have any other options. So you didn't get great numbers, if you can imagine, out of a, a Cal Mitchell, who's a, 
You know, minor league invite coming to spring training. Yep. Uh, local guy, local but guy. from the Pittsburgh Pirates, has only had a couple of one season basically and a cup of coffee in the big leagues. Uh, Tirso Ornelas, who has not played in the big leagues yet for the Padres, an older prospect, but still just a prospect. So those numbers that they projected, and for Jose Azokar, it's what you'd expect from a, a backup fourth outfielder kind of guy. Not too great. So that's a lot that that's a lot of at bats with almost, you know, no production. If the Padres can find a couple of guys to get decent, even average production, those projections will go up. You know, like two or three wins just right there to to a level that is, you know, and, and by the way, all these numbers are more to the middle. Like the Miami Marlins playoff team, they were eighty point two, right? right around where the San Diego Padres are. The San Francisco Giants, 80.7. The Diamondbacks, you know, hot on the team, on the rise, 85.3. Even the Dodgers, they were at 101.9. A lot of people think, oh, that seems kind of low for the Dodgers based on what they've done in the past and the additions that they've made. But remember, these are all averaged out. And, you know, sometimes you're going to project good seasons, sometimes bad seasons. So just because your team is projected to win 80 games right now doesn't lock you into that forever. You can have guys who outperform their season. You can still acquire guys before the season starts that completely change those projections. But right now, baseline with the players that are currently on the 40-man roster that Mike Schilt can use, they look like, to the computers, an 80-win team right now. All right. Yeah, I mean... I, I don't really, I don't really care. What would I? I wonder what Pakota had us at last year. Uh, last year, I think I saw that it was around eighty nine. I think yeah, last year, so yeah. fell, fell short of that last year. I mean, again, projection. It's fun. It's a fun thing to kick around and 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 discuss. And I, I just don't think you should. I don't think you should get upset about power rankings. I don't think you should get upset about Pakota rankings. I, I do believe. It'd be yeah. weird to get upset about something that is strictly numbers plugged into a formula. Correct. There's yeah. no one that is hating your team or loving your team. Yeah. It's just numbers plugged it's, into it's, a formula. It's emotionless, right? It's emotion. Completely it's emotionless. an emotionless thing. So I, I'm not going to give a lot of emotion to something that's not an emotional decision. You know, it's not an emotional uh, comment that the San Diego Padres are only going to win 80 games. So many teams exceed or fall short of projections and expectations every single year. It's the dumbest sport around. Happens to be our favorite uh, sport by far, but it is the dumbest sport around. It doesn't make any sense. And anybody that tries to make sense of it, it's a fool's errand. It really is. It's truly a fool's errand. I understand why they do it. Uh, I am interested to see them every year, but I can't get up in arms uh, about you know, a projected outfield of, of Tirso Ornelas and Cal Mitchell and, and Sugar and Fernando Tatis Jr. right now. Um, run them again, start of spring training, run them again at the All-Star break. We'll see, you know, what happens. But it, it it's so – you cannot put your finger on, on baseball a lot of the times. It doesn't make any sense. The, the weird things that happened last year, no one would have ever predicted that they would be – Oh, and eleven or whatever they were in in extra inning games, and um, you just can't you can't project that stuff. So um, it's a it's an unprojectable sport that we all love to project. Now, I tweeted out yesterday, kind of those same observations about. I'd be very surprised if if the Padres got fifteen hundred plate appearances from the trio of Jose Azokar, Cal Mitchell, and Tirso Ornelas. Uh, either one of two things have happened. 
all three of those guys were like stunningly good in spring Monster training and then training. started the season well and like we felt pretty good about them over the course of the year. Or AJ has completely dropped the ball because there's really no reasonable universe where you would see 1,500 plate appearances out of guys with so little major league starting appearance in, in one outfield, starting experience in one outfield. I, I was so surprised we had one. I'm trying to find the list. He said, if that happens, would you wear a diaper for a show like Woods did? And I said, I'm pretty comfortable saying that if those guys combine for 1,500 plate appearances for the Padres, I'll do my own diaper show <laughs> at the end of the season. Save that. So there you yeah. go. We Boy, were, I we got, weren't on YouTube back in 2020. I remember a couple of years ago, I said, if Jorge Alfaro is your starting, people are saying he's going to start in left field because we were we needed a left fielder a couple of years ago. Weird. Ended up getting uh, jerks. Again, they're so easy to find. They're so easy to find. Cool. Why were people talking about Alfaro starting in left field on opening day? I said, if he starts in left field, I'll eat a shoe. It got down to the wire where I was like, I'm going to need to start buttering up a shoe <laughs> uh, here pretty soon. I, it felt like it was a possibility. Um, but... Yeah, I think you're safe in, in your bet there, Benny. I don't think that those guys are going to make up the bulk of the ABs. I'm, I'm so interested to see what exactly it's going to be. And I'll tell you, whoever it is, you're in good shape because whoever you are, I'm going to be your biggest fan, right? I'm going to be like, yes, I didn't know that guy was out there. Let's go, Eddie Rosario or somebody. I'm going to be like, oh, God, missing peace. Ruben got me fired up a little bit yesterday. I was excited. Um, you know, I, and I've been excited about the the arms that we have, and I know that there's innings to replace and all that. But he got me. He got me a little bit. He steered me a little bit back towards the optimistic side. Um, but yeah, I think until those those slots are filled, I'm I'm going to be a little bit on edge. But the good news is you don't you don't need to do that much to improve on the trio of Jose Azokar, Cal Mitchell, and Tirso right. Ornelas. You don't need to land. A major free agent who's costing $25 million a year. You don't need to trade your best prospects for an outfielder. Just about anyone could improve on those projections Correct. by bringing them in before the start of the season. Yeah, it's a good, good point that you make. Uh, but you did say it's not time to panic, and it's not. It's not yet. You know, if, if that's the opening day, sure, yeah, you're going to feel a lot of trepid- trepidation uh, with with those guys that you just mentioned getting that number of abs potentially. But remember, the team's going to look different at the All Star break. The team's going to look different uh, throughout the course of the season. Should be some some roster shakeups here. Uh, I would hope sooner than later. Yeah, I, we've been I, saying that for months. The same uh, the same follower said, "Well, if if two of those guys start in the outfield for the beginning of the season, will you wear the diaper?" And I go, "No, no. because that." That actually does seem like it's in the realm of possibility. Correct. Now, fifteen hundred at plate appearances, not That's a lot, not at all. Yep. I like those projections say, but to start the season, I don't know. I don't know that AJ is going to make a, a you know huge moves before then. They may have to roll with something less than ideal for a while before they address it. Um, and we don't know who's going to look good at spring training. That's, it. That's uh, you know, it's kind of fun. One of the things that will be exciting going to spring training will be there in less than three weeks now, is an an honest like competition to see who, who do you think can really help this team right now? Are one of these young guys ready to make the leap and step up? We don't know what they're doing right now and how with the work that they're putting in and you know they roll into Peoria and the Cactus League games and all of a sudden a, a guy like Jackson Merrill is hitting 300 in the Cactus League and you know he's been playing some outfield and looking decent out there 
yeah, he could start the season. He could be your left fielder to start the season or your center fielder on opening day if things go well. I, I just don't want to get in a situation where Jackson Merrill is hitting one 140 in the spring and he's still working the kinks out defensively, but, oh, oh, we also have to start him on opening day. Yeah, you're in the big leagues. Because so. we don't have anyone else. Right. I don't. That that's the situation you want to avoid. But there's nothing wrong with the situation that Tierso Ornelas has a fantastic spring and hits three three thirty with four home runs. And yeah, I'm I'm willing to give well, those guys a shot. Well, I just don't want to force a guy who's not ready to have to take their shot because there's no other options. We've we've belabored the point, but if you are going to go with the youth movement, right? The youth movement needs to play. And it, it doesn't them no good to come up here and sit. You know, if you're going to throw a Band-Aid on at the end of spring training, there's a guy available and he's going to be a left fielder uh, and he's got big league experience and you run him out there. But Jackson Merrill's going to make the team and, and get a, a couple of A-Bs a week. That's not going to do anything for you. And I don't think the Padres are, are going to do anything like that. So if you got if you commit, you got to be pot committed. You have to go in and say, all right, this I, he made the team legitimately and this is the guy we're going to roll with. But... Yeah, I mean it's always a risk. Benny signing a free agent's a huge risk. So um it it's it surprises me, it does surprise me that that it hasn't been really addressed yet. Pitchers and catchers reporting this Sunday, of course, but hey man, I, all we can do is be patient. It sucks. It's not my best quality at all being patient. Um I'd love to be breaking down all the new additions and where they're going to slot into the lineup, but that's just not the case. By the way, if you'd like a more optimistic computer model, Fangraphs just came out with their standings. Uh, they project the Padres for 81.2 wins. Oh, so 1.2 And better. a 33% chance to make the postseason. And Pakoda had us at 24%? Yeah. yeah okay. Um, the Katie Wu just tweeted, they, they have the Cardinals at uh, 84 wins, which is uh, best in the NL Central, 55.6% chance to make the playoffs. The best thing the Padres could do right now Go to would the be Central. move to the NL Central. You guys ready to move to St. Louis? I'm, I'm in. Two teams. Let's go. Move the team to, to, to somewhere in the Central. Where Who needs a team? Kansas? No, they have a team. Can't, no, it's in Missouri. Actual Kansas. Let's move to the Central. Nebraska. Nebraska. Has no team. Iowa. It's very central. Iowa. Yeah. Hey, I babe, mean, we're moving to Iowa. Yeah, we're moving to Des Moines. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'd follow them. The hey, Des Moines some, Padres. It gives you a better shot. It's central so weak in both divisions. I'm telling you, man. But, yeah, I mean, Cardinals have added. They added, like, a bunch of senior I citizen pitchers. I don't think that Arkansas pitchers. has any Major League Baseball teams. I'll pass. Oklahoma. Pass. Yeah, it's just it's exhausting right now. Uh, thinking about it and, and talking about it, and, um, but listen, this is this is where we we are at. I'm being forced to be patient. It's not my best quality at all. I mean, Oklahoma City has as many uh, major league pro professional teams, yeah. pro teams as San Diego. That's right. So there you go. That's where we uh, that's where we we slot in. Yeah, but the Centrals Centrals are pretty weak. Yep, they are. Woo. Twins eighty four point nine, Cardinals eighty four point four, both projected. To win their divisions. That'd be nice. At less than 85 wins, essentially. And then you want to win the West, uh, you better think about winning 100 games. Plus, if that is even enough to win the, to the National League West. I'm excited for uh, the Rindle Report. Paulie's going to be covering a breaking story in the world of baseball. 
I wonder what my interest level will be. I've been clamoring. I've been wondering I've, that as well. I've been clamoring for this, and they've tried it in other sports, and I've been semi-engaged. Also have another spring training Padres ticket giveaway coming up in our final hour. Don't go anywhere. Ben and Woods continuing on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.